0: talking about stuff, and whatever's going on in his brain, you know it is 100% Bridget! All right, ladies and gentlemen, here I am. It's me, talking about something. How are you guys doing this morning, or this afternoon, or this evening, whenever you choose to click the button to listen? Um <laughs> So, yep, here we are. Um, it's it's a, a Friday morning, and uh, we're ready to go. And uh, I'm just going to talk about some stuff like I usually do. Everybody say stuff. All right, nobody actually repeated after me, I'm pretty sure, so uh, whatever. <laughs> Everybody in the world has some sort of dream or some sort of aspiration or some sort of something like that. And uh, I'm going to actually venture to say I'm, I'm, I'm at the beginning of a dream right now, and I really enjoy doing this. So thank you to... Uh, all the folks out there in uh, see Georgia, Nevada, Colorado, Oregon, um, who else? Um, New York, um, Virginia, North Carolina, and a Mississippi lit up. And of course, all of you folks here in California, thank you so much for listening to the audio podcast. I'm available all over the place. You can actually get me on Pandora now. So you can you can sit in your living room and listen to me on the TV. So there I am iHeartRadio, Radio, um, Apple Podcasts, and of course, right here on YouTube, where you can like, subscribe, and ring the bell so that I can get all kinds of good stuff going on. So I just want to thank everybody that's been following me and keeping up. And man, Facebook has gone nuts. So, so um, thank you for watching on Facebook, wherever you are. I don't understand the analytics there. So I don't know who you are or where you are, but uh, thank you so much. For, uh, for watching my Facebook videos and my YouTube videos on top of all this audio that I've been doing. So I just wanted to throw that out there before we got started. And I'm going to talk about a dream. Um, it's funny how dreams work because you have a dream, you get a dream. Um, and I'm not talking about your sleeping dream. I, I mean, when, when when you look at Bible people, they all had some sort of... Not all, but they had a sleeping dream. And then they woke up and went, I have a dream, right? And uh, and one of these guys... <laughs> Is uh, is Joseph, and, and, and I'm pretty sure everybody's heard of Joseph. He's he's uh, he's the, the the cool the cool jacket dude, right? Joseph the cool jacket dude. We should actually start that play instead of the Technicolor Dreamcoat. I like the cool jacket dude better. Uh, so, um, so you can find this story in uh, Genesis chapter um, 38 through 42. I'm not going to read all that. I don't have time for that. So I'm going to just uh, trust that you are going to go out and do that. So. Um, so what does it take to have a dream come true where it takes time to have a dream come true? That's one thing. It might, you might have to wait and waiting takes time and, and it takes servanthood and it takes integrity and it takes trust. And most of all, it takes favor of God in hard places. Um, I'm going to say that again. It takes favor from God in hard places or hard times. Not now if, if, most people, you think, man, you know, this band was an overnight success, but that person may have been playing the piano since they were 17 years old, like, like, you know, or 10 years old, or three years old. They could have been a prodigy and just haven't hit their niche yet, right? So, there's a time frame. There might be stuff that you have to do to make your dream come true. You might have to, uh, you know, like be prepared for your dream. You might have to go to school. You might have to learn your dream. You might have to practice. Um, you might have to have a job that supplies in the process of heading towards your dream. Um, the dream will eventually supply. I totally 100% believe that, but there might be something we have to do in the meantime to get to our dream. Um, and let me tell you, I don't say that out of my own personal thing. Actually, most people that have, let's take it from a financial point of view millionaires and billionaires usually, usually, usually start with a whole lot of nothing. And then they find they work their ways up. I I, I watched a lot of HGTV recently because you know I'm kind of bored. <laughs> and one of the guys says I used to live in my mom's grandma in, in my grandma or my mom's house, you know, in her garage. And now he's like a millionaire or whatever. So, and it takes a lot of work sometimes to get your dream. And a lot of people just want to they want to wake up and be in their dream. And that's not necessarily how it works. And that's why I want to look at Joseph because he had a lot of stuff that had to happen to him before he made it to his dream. So he gets, just paraphrasing and kind of getting it like that, um, he, he gets to his dream, or he gets a dream that his family basically is going to bow down to him at some point, and if one, he makes a mistake, he tells his family. So, um, I don't know. <laughs> if, you, if you're uh, doing, your family's a little on the wiki-wiki-wiki side, you know, you might get buried in a pit. So... <laughs> Don't tell people what your dream is out the gate, and and that's just that's just my own personal opinion. So if your dream is to do something gigantic and you're gonna do this and that, there's gonna be a bunch of people that are going to come in and try to squash your dream. And in Joseph's case, it was his his own his own brothers. So they're out doing their thing, tending sheep, doing whatever they do, and the brothers just throw him in a pit, and uh, they they put a sheep's blood on his on his cool coat, you know. And take it back to Dad, and Dad's, all, oh no, right. So that's that's where it starts. So he tells the dream to his family, and then they throw him in a pit. <laughs> you know. So then, some slave people come by and find a man in a pit. So if you're ever in a pit, I want to put it to you this way: if you find yourself in a pit on the way to your dream, somebody will come and help you out. Okay. And and you have to keep an eye out for those people because a lot of there's a real funny story. You know. A guy's uh, town is being flooded. He's sitting on the roof, and he says, God, take me away from this tragedy. And a helicopter shows up, and he says, no, God's going to help me. And then a boat shows up. He says, no, God's going to help me, right? And then eventually he drowns, and he goes to heaven, and God, and he goes, God, why didn't you help me? He goes, what, man? I sent you a helicopter, and I sent you a boat, right? So when, when somebody comes to help, take the help. So he ends up getting sold into slavery, right, you know? and uh, so he end, And... So he, he ends up hanging out with this dude named Potiphar. Potiphar is the owner of the house, you know, and uh, so he's hanging out with Potiphar, and he's supposed to be a slave, but Potiphar does this. Here's where the favor of God comes into play when you're focused on your dream. So Potiphar comes in and says, I want you to just go ahead and run my household. We really like you, right? And I'm like, dang, how cool is that? So there's a job on the way to the supply, Okay. So, say that again, there's a job that you might have to have on the way to the supply, a different way of doing it. So, he's running the whole household, right? So, this guy is so skilled and talented that, you know, he's running the whole household and and he's not, well, he's not getting paid for it, but he's got room and board. He's got, you know, whatever he's got. He's probably got a nice TV in his room. You know, things are good for him, right, because he's running the whole household. And then, of course, here comes another tragedy or another issue that comes along the way on his way to his dream. So, he... (laughs) His Potiphar's wife is all like, Hey, she throws on some Luther Vandross, right? On the record player. Comes in and goes, Hey man, I want you. And she and and, and Joseph's like, no, that's not the right thing to do. So Potiphar comes home and she didn't like that, that she that that you know that, that her advances weren't weren't good enough. So Potiphar comes home and he and she lies to him. Hey, Guess what? Joseph tried to get me, and we tried to get it on. You can hear Luther Vandross on the record player and everything, and he was like, "Okay," throws him in jail. Boom. Now, <laughs> as trusted as he was, that's a man's wife, and he believed the wife first. Okay, I can actually see that, right? So, throws him in jail, right? And now, while he's in jail, here he is in the, again in another pitfall along the way. Now, I'm going to let you know that this is actually, I think it, it takes an average of about seven years for all this stuff to happen. So he wasn't just like in the house for a day or two, he was there for a while. He wasn't in the pit for a minute or two, he was in there for a while. So now he goes to prison. So now he's in prison. Here's this dude, Joseph's in prison. He's like, man. And he could be like, ah, man, God sucks. I hate this thing. And this is just, I might as well just rot in here and die. But no, he doesn't do that. He actually just, guess what? Starts to run the prison. So he becomes a second-hand man to the guy in the prison, right? And then, lo and behold, two dudes from the pharaohs um, do something stupid, and they end up in jail. I believe it's a baker and a candlestick baker. No. <laughs> so the baker and a, and a cook, I think it is, something, something. I can't remember who they are off the top of my head. So he goes down there, and they both have a dream. Wow. So Joseph, having had a dream, and knows how to interpret the dreams, so he goes, "Your dream is for this, and your dream is for this." And when you go tell the Pharaoh, remind him that I'm down here running the joint for him, right, and that I can do this. So guess what? He goes, he goes back for however long he's in prison, and what, I think it's the baker goes up and tells the Pharaoh, "Hey, man, I had this dream, and we're gonna have these big vats of flour, and you know, not flour, but grain." And to hold on for the famine. And he goes, go get this guy out of jail. So they go and get Joseph out of jail. And he becomes the right-hand man of the Pharaoh. Wow. What is going on here, right? So he becomes the right-hand man of the Pharaoh. And in the process of all this junk, his dream actually starts to come to fruition. But he has the favor of God in the midst of all of that. He has faith. He never wavers from what God has for him to do. And I know that uh, a lot of times we have a bunch of issues that, that we just we just bow down to the issues. Well, I can't pay my bills. I'll never make it to, be up to my dream. I don't have time. That's the biggest one. Everybody always says, I don't have time for this. It's your dream. Make time for it. You know, um, get skilled in the things that you're doing along the way to your dream. Because those skills will help you when you get there I worked in a church office before I started a church and it was fantastic I, I, I really did not enjoy the whole time that I was in there doing the stuff that I was doing because I have other skills that I that I was really wanted to put out there and so I did all this underlying stuff um, and the, one of the churches I was at I was I, you know I, I was the go-to guy when the toilet broke I don't know why but I guess I know how to unclog toilets. So, so I had to do all that stuff. So that's just me personally. What I had to do, you know, vacuum the floor and bleach the, the concrete outside the, outside the, the building. I, you know, I did all that kind of stuff. I've mowed lawns. I, I've helped, you know, the, the, the pastors do stuff. And so I'm in this office situation doing graphic design and stuff like that for the church I was part of at that time. And, like, come on. When am I going to get to do what I want to do, you know? And, uh, and it's frustrating. We can give into that, and it, that, that's the time to not give into that. That's the time that you go, okay, I'm going to push forward. I'm going to believe that God gave me my, my dream. I'm going to believe that God gave me my goal, and I'm going to go 100%, 100%, 100% after that goal. And I'm going to fit it in and never forget it because eventually it will come to fruition. This guy's doing this stuff for seven plus years. Before the dream actually comes to fruition. Now, eventually there's a famine, and his family shows up at the Pharaoh's station, whatever they're doing with the big bats of of uh, um, grain, asking for food. Hey, can we have some food? And he's like, I know you guys. Right? He's like, I know you guys. And then, boom, boom, they, they bow down to... The Pharaoh's right-hand man and his dream literally comes true and I think that's I think that's a fascinating thing so really what's going on in your life from the beginning of your dream on the adventure to the end of your dream because now he gets to live in that dream for the rest of his life when we get to that place some people don't even realize they're in their dream I mean, because they have a different picture of what that dream might be because <laughs> you, you know so when you move forward in things You have to constantly go, oh, am I in it right now? You might not. I mean, if you're already famous, you might already be in your dream. You may not be in the niche of your dream that you should have been in. And now you have to adjust to get into that spot. So. It's a matter of stepping into it, first of all, and then it's a matter of going, okay, I can handle this. I can go through this. Whatever comes my way, God's got this. I have his favor on my side, and I'm just going to make it happen. I'm going to be a part of what God has for me to do, and I'm just going to be awesome in every way I can be awesome and just just go for it. So if you have a dream, don't panic, okay? Don't panic. When things come around, it's going to be okay. And you'll get into that spot where you need to be, and God will take you to that dream. But there might be some things that you need to do in between. You might need to learn. You might need to go to school. You might need to, to, to read books and all the stuff that has something to do with your dream. Because we actually sometimes forget that, oh, I can't just wake up in the morning and be in my dream. No. I mean, unless you have a you know somebody that's going to financially do everything for you in the process of it, or you don't make any mistakes along the way, or you 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 you're 100% perfect, which no nobody is. So just keep that in mind. Run after your dream, and uh, you know, like Tom Petty, running down a dream. Just go for it. That's all I have to say. And Joseph stayed on task all the way through, from the beginning, in the middle and all the way to the end. Where are you in the middle? I'd like to call that middle section God's waiting room because we're waiting there to see what's going to happen next, but we have to actually function and float within that section of time. So while you're in that moment in time, just believe God, trust God, and chill. And uh, you guys have a great, great week. And once again, thank you all for listening. If you have any comments, make sure to put them in the comments below. If you're listening on audio, please make sure to put comments, click follow, click subscribe, ring bells, do all the good stuff. Right on, right on.